It's 7.30. You are with SAFM 104-107. And as you know, at this time, we like to go into a different kind of sports story. Now, the National Special Olympic Games wrap with a selected team to represent the country at the 2023 Special Olympics World Games in Germany. So hundreds of athletes across the country gathered in Polokwane the last weekend and the past weekend to compete in our National Special Olympics in South Africa in the Summer Games. The CEO of the Special Olympics South Africa is Ancilla Smith. Ancilla, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Michelle. Such a pleasure to be here. Ancilla, let's uh, talk about when we say Special Olympics, what do we mean by that? Okay, so uh, Special Olympics, we uh, we serve and cater for uh, athletes with an intellectual disability. So that is our focus. Some of our athletes also have physical disabilities, but the priority for, uh, for participation in Special Olympics is intellectual disability. And so I was interested to read that it was only founded in 1991. And so then I started to think is how does one become an Olympics? I mean, and and how does one form that organization and the network and then become part of the process that is the World uh, Special Olympics as well? Okay. Special Olympics um, as a a global organization was actually founded in 1968. Yeah. So the global organization was established in 1968. Um, and Special Olympics South Africa was formed in 1991. Yeah. So, so basically, um, they start a, a, a forming committee within the country, yeah. and you have to re- uh, meet certain criteria every year to be officially affiliated to the international organization. So as Special Olympics South Africa, we receive an annual accreditation from the global organization on the basis of meeting a certain international criteria. You talk about criteria. What are those criteria? So it's really about governance, how the organization is governed, mm. um, you know, the structure of the organization, and then also ensuring that we meet all the standards set out by the International Special Olympics, uh, Special Olympics International Organization in terms of how our coaches are trained, yeah. how our sports are conducted, etc. So, um, you know, and outside of sport, obviously, there's our health programming, our early childhood development programming, athlete leadership development. Um, so we have to meet certain criteria and, of course, maintain certain standards of how we conduct all of those um, initiatives. What are some of the sports that uh, you deal with in the Special Olympics? So we offer actually 16 sporting codes. Um, they're all uh, Olympic sporting codes that have been adapted yeah. by Special Olympics. So, uh, in, you know, for, for these summer games, we're doing everything from equestrian, swimming, um, yeah. 10-pin bowling, table tennis, um, football, futsal, athletics, um, boche. So I think those are just some of the sports um, that we'll be taking across with us to Germany. 
Silla, how does one get one's child uh, and even teenager and even adult involved in something like this? I'm trying to imagine. So if I have a child, maybe he or she is 13, 14, and um, is um, a special needs child with regards to special disabilities or intellectual disabilities, how do I then go forward and get them involved in a sporting code of the nature that you're talking about? Sure. Um, Commissioner, really simple. I mean, I think that the majority of our um, sports are offered in, in special needs schools. So invariably, if, if a child is at a special needs school, um, we as Special Olympics would come and start a program within that school. So currently, we work with schools nationally, special needs schools. We also work in ECD centers and then in... Um, homes and protective workshops. So yeah. wherever um, children or, or adults with intellectual disabilities gather, we will train coaches within that school or within that community. Yeah. Um, so if anyone is listening and they, their child is at a school or their, their uh, family member, their uh, adult family member um, is looking for participation, they can reach out to the organization. Um, we really do focus on getting as, as grassroots as possible and training people within communities um, so that it's really easy to access a sport in Special Olympics. You know, we all know how good sport is for us. I mean, I imagine that for uh, a young person who has uh, huge, uh, well, not even huge, but who has intellectual disabilities, this could be life-changing as well. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, you know, and, and this is the sad reality, is that just in South Africa, not just in South Africa, but, you know, just across the globe, people with intellectual disabilities are very much marginalized and don't get any, you know, don't get access to sport, um, you know, that everyone else does. So this organization and what we do really opens doors that are otherwise kind of locked for them. Yeah. And, I mean, for them to get the opportunity, you know, many of our athletes um, seldom leave their community, let alone um, can get on an airplane and travel to another country and represent South Africa. So it is absolutely life-changing. Um, but more importantly, I think it is about uh, their community, their families recognizing the ability that they have as opposed to focusing on their disabilities. If people want to get involved more, um, how do they contact you? What are the details with regards to this? So, if people want to get involved, they can. Uh, the easiest place to find us is on our Facebook page, Special Olympics South Africa on Facebook. All of our contact details are there. Alternatively, they can phone us at the office 011 706 um, but yeah, Facebook, uh, we're on social media, all our contact details are on there and the Special Olympics South Africa um, and they are really welcome to reach out to us. So have we got a great team that's going to go through to Germany? Yes, we do, you know, and, and I think this is what is so exciting um, is that, uh, you know, we, we participated in 2019 in the United Arab Emirates and when we go to a World Games, we compete against 180 countries. Um, 7,000 athletes gather from across the globe. Um, Special Olympics currently operates in over 180 countries. 
So it's a massive, massive, massive um, World Games. It's probably one of the biggest uh, sporting events in the world. Um, and we came back from the United Arab Emirates with 35 gold medals, 15 bronze and 12 silver. Um, and we're really hoping that this team that comes back will get the recognition that they deserve. Yeah. Um, you know, as opposed to the team that came back in 2019 and previous years that gets very little recognition uh, after representing their country on a global stage. Um, you know, and yeah. I think we hope that more and more awareness will be created um, well, please, for these for these you know athletes that go yeah. and and compete. You know, um, yeah. to represent our country. Well, please do feel free to contact us uh, when you come back, and uh, we are definitely happy to celebrate in a major, major way uh, when you return with your team. Thank you so much, Michelle. We will definitely do so, and thank you for giving us this platform. No, it's a wonderful thing. And Silla Smith is the CEO of the Special Olympics South Africa. They're going to be off to the 2023 Special Olympics World Games in Germany. And uh, we have no doubt that they're going to be bringing back the silvers, the bronzes and the golds. And when they do, we will celebrate them as we only know how to do here on the show.